All right, let me try this professional. All right, here we go. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering listeners of the Always Be Booked podcast a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash alwaysbebooked. I repeat, audibletrial.com slash alwaysbebooked and browse the unmatched selection of audio, download a title for free, and start listening. Go to audibletrial.com slash alwaysbebooked today. See, that's nice. I guess that's, that's a... That's a very, very tried and true tested method of advertising. And if I should probably just shut the hell up and leave that alone, it would probably be pretty effective. Let me just repeat it again. Audibletrial.com slash always be booked. See, if I was going to do it, though, if I was going to do the ad, you know, if I just would chance to read it, I would start out like, ladies and gentlemen, who are we kidding nowadays? Research has shown that reading does not help you learn anything. Never has it ever been proven that simply reading something, reading books, reading articles, it hasn't been proven that actually that you can actually learn from that. Plus, reading is almost like a hijacker. Reading is a hijacker of the eyes. How are you supposed to multitask and do other things if your eyes are staring into a book? Clearly, I'm just kidding. But for me, I don't know about you. Of course, reading is great. But, you know, having the opportunity to free your eyes up and have some headphones on, I think whether it's the subway, whether it's, you know, who wants to sit on a subway or any type of mass transit and be completely oblivious to their surroundings you want to have that soothing voice in your ear spoon feeding you the information whether you want to, you're on a cruise and you want to look over the uh, balcony or you know over the railing and see the beautiful gorgeous utopian paradise that you're vacationing at or like i said your day-to-day commute audible.com more specifically, audibletrial.com slash alwaysbebooked will give you the opportunity to free the eyes, listen to the information while protecting yourself and taking on most of the thing. Yeah, you know what? They were probably better. I probably just should, should have shut the hell up at the beginning. Anyway, today's show, we will have Tom and Sarah fr- from a podcast called Behind the Crew Door. We are very excited for that and the news and your emails. So let's get it going. Yo, all aboard and welcome, it's about to be on Grab a couple of cones, cause we about to be gone To the Caribbean, seven days and eight nights Got the crew coming heavy, but we all packing light Yeah, we always be booked, we got our drinks in the sky From New York City to the USBI Is that a full margarita, man? Finish it up Cause we about to run the beer like Forrest Gump Finding pockets on the Lido, she ain't gotta be a tent Cause we did the things, and we'll do them again Tonight's the white party, but we blacking it out Cause we got the drink pack and we're maxing it out Everybody come on I said sound that horn Cause we gotta get away To where the boat leaves from Yeah Woo. There's a place Where the boat leaves from It takes away I love your big problems You could worry You could drop them In the blue ocean But you gotta get away to All aboard And welcome ladies and gentlemen To the Always Be Booked Cruise Podcast 
Coming to you not quite live from the K Compound down in Boca Raton, Florida. Nice day, a little windy out. I guess there's a couple of tropical activity storms, what have you, on the horizon there. A couple of them seem like they potentially could be a threat. Some of them are not a threat whatsoever. I want to welcome you guys again. Man, I am having a good time doing this Patreon marathon. A lot of fun. I has I did not expect to, I guess I thought I wanted to challenge myself and I thought it was going to be a lot more of a grind than it actually is. I'm actually enjoying myself with it. It's uh, I feel a little free. You know what I mean? I feel like I'm not necessarily, you know, when I do this show, I love it. But at least, believe me, even a couple of years in. I do feel a level of pressure that I have to kind of nail it. You know, you're probably saying, well, Tommy, you haven't nailed it yet. So obviously you're not too uh, affected by the pressure. And you know what? You might be right when you say that. But when I just fire up the microphone and a lot of times it'll be direct hardcore cruising stuff. I mean, I'm talking about the Patreon here. So let's back up. So we have a Patreon here. Patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash always be booked. What I promise there is an extra show or so a week. And honestly, it's a $5 contribution that gives you the opportunity to support the show. I like to think that, you know what, you like the content, you enjoy the show, and you do the Patreon because of that mostly. And a little bit of a, I guess, benefit to that also is that you get the extra show a week. Well, this month, the month of September, notice I picked the short month, right? 30 days has September, February, June, and November, whatever the hell it is. Uh, notice I picked that. So we're doing a marathon where I'm doing a Patreon every single day. And it's been fun. And I said, you know what? If I do one every day, they got to be happy with 15, 20 minutes. You know, I got to, you know. What I found is that they're lasting close to an hour, all of them. So, you know, if you have ever considered joining and becoming a super cone, if you've thought about transitioning into the super cone hood, uh, go to patreon.com slash always be booked. This month is the best month to do it because I am doing a show a day and I really think I'm getting a lot of benefits from that. I think ultimately it's going to be a learning experience that's making me a better broadcaster and a lot of other things. So definitely check that out. Also, join us in the group, which is uh, of the Facebook group, I should say. Just the group. Did you hear me there? Just yell, yeah, join us in the group. We're on uh, 16th and 3rd. We're out there singing, rapping, whatever we do. Also, join us in the group, the Facebook group, which is the Always Be Booked Cruises Ultra Lounge on Facebook. You can check us out on Instagram, which is also just searching always be booked see i have a plan for each platform ideally you know plan and me those words don't always go well together but also i tweeted a couple of times today don't really do that so what i like to do here and what i feel like doing is obviously the youtube is going to be videos by the way yes please check out the youtube channel alwaysbebooked.com we are approaching 900 subscribers and we are getting closer to that ever elusive thousand subscriber mark, which is so important in becoming a partner with YouTube. So, you know, if I see, uh, you know, if you're into YouTube and you like to follow things on YouTube, I'm actually working on a video. You know, I haven't done anything significant for YouTube other than the ship tours. So I could see why maybe I'm sitting there running around. Well, why can't I get YouTube subscribers? Well, you don't do shit on YouTube, Tommy. So what do you expect? But I have a uh, video coming up that is an actual 
uh, I will be a fairly highly produced YouTube video that's uh, answering some questions, and I'm excited about that. But I kind of want to wait to do that because of the fact that I want to see if maybe I can get to that thousand first, and then I can start and release that video fresh with a thousand subscribers. And then who knows? I may be in the next YouTube sensation. Highly doubt it so what i was saying plan for each platform obviously youtube is going to be the videos and things like that now with youtube you know i'm not gonna lie i'm gonna go a little bit more basic with the youtube i like to fancy i fancy us as a group a uh, seasoned group of cruisers uh, beginners are always welcome but we talk high level cruising here we talk specifics we talk uh you know more than just well, yeah, how many uh, how many suits should I pack for formal night, you know? And, and those are great. I'm just saying we like to get into the specifics of a destination. We like to compare and contrast specific ships, even within the same class, and really get down to the hardcore nitty-gritty of the cruising. But on the YouTube channel, I kind of have a, a, a feeling that it should be a little bit more basic because you're going to reach a lot of eyes that otherwise wouldn't have seen you. So if you're more of a casual cruiser, you'll follow the YouTube channel. If you're a hardcore like us here, you'll really dial into the podcast. And then on Instagram, I like it's a it's a combination of pictures, just nice little pictures, maybe some inspiration and maybe some humor on Instagram. And then really for Twitter, what I really think I'm going to do is just retweet and send out links you know what i mean like today just articles you know if doug from cruise radio puts out an article that i think you guys should see i'll just cc that on twitter or, or copy that or 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 tweet the link on twitter same thing like today royal caribbean announced that the odyssey of the seas bookings are now open so you can do that i put that out there anything that you know listen you can't be all things to everybody so and i also think it's important to where you know if you're doing the same thing across all platforms then you're really not going to have any reason to follow me across all platforms anyway let's get started here if you're new to the show i want to take this time to welcome you my name is tommy casabona and if you haven't figured it out by now i am your host and what we do is take you on an offbeat and irreverent journey, and we basically cover all things cruising. A uh, common sentiment that I've heard over the years is that the show is definitely an acquired taste. It may take an episode or two for you to get into it. I don't know what that is, maybe the stories, maybe the accent, but I'm told that once people do give it a chance, they end up being pretty locked in. We aren't the largest uh cruising community or cruising podcast out there but we do like what we do lack in size we make up for in the motion no that's not what i meant i meant we make up for it in loyalty our listeners are very loyal but uh yeah i've rambled enough for this intro let's get into the cruise news While cruise ships going into dry dock are a common theme on our show at some point or another, we rarely do cover the shipyards that these ships need to go to get worked on. That is going to change this week as we talk about the Grand Bahama shipyard, which made worldwide news recently for taking a direct hit from a Category 5 hurricane. With most of the island completely decimated and over 70,000 people rendered completely homeless, one would think that the very busy shipyard would be out of commission for the foreseeable future. The truth is, however, it held up just fine. In fact, she is already reopened for business as the 57,000 gross ton 
Ellison-owned agathonosis. Did I say that? I have no idea. Agathonosis. Agathosonus. Agathosomething. Ship returned to complete some repairs that it had begun prior to Dorian hitting the island. Next up will be the Carnival Ecstasy, which will arrive on October 5th, and the shipyard expects to service a very impressive 29 other ships before 2019 comes to a close. This is all great news for the 600 employees of GBS, and the GBS, yeah, I'm already talking in, in acronyms, that's the Grand Bahama Shipyard. Um, I guess shipyard, they go with one word, because I would have went with GBSY. No, but they're going GBS, and it will be a much-needed boost for the bohemian economy in the wake of this recent natural disaster. Miraculously, the storm didn't have any effect on the shipyard, pretty much, and all power has been restored. We do have a statement, and uh, here we go. It was extremely important to get up and running as quickly as possible and begin taking in vessels to help support the employees at the shipyard along with the economic contribution and rebuilding activity for the island and this was david skentelberry what do they just have to do everything is a pronunciation they i think they love to challenge me here yeah right tommy it's all about you uh anyway david is the ceo of the grand bahama shipyard and he continues this is a significant sign of positive progress for the island and we look forward to continuing our normal operations while also supporting the bohemian recovery with direct support including island utilities along with increased economic activity from our operations and also from the industry's collective efforts to support the bahamas with immediate and long-term relief David, man, great, great job, but man, you love you a long sentence, don't you? Because again, a little punctuation here and there, never hurt anybody, a comma, a semicolon, period, you know, whatever. The Grand Bahama Shipyard services about 85 to 100 ships a year and is recognized as a world leader in all aspects of dry docking, including revitalization, refits, and repairs, while Grand Bahama itself will need years likely to be able to recover fully from this devastating storm it is great to see some of the leading economic staples in the area back in action so soon so moving on you may remember a couple of weeks ago we had matt on from fantastic cruising and we covered a bit of a resurgence in the port of tampa bay we talked about the ultra popular aquarium where he works a bunch of new eateries and the fact that there seems to be more ships that are about to call tampa bay their home well it was recently announced that another one could be added to that list as msc's armonia will be relocated to florida's gulf coast this is set to happen happen starting in late 2020 and the msc armonia will sail four and five night voyages mostly to key west progresso ocean k Costa Maya, and Cozumel. During that run, which will consist of mostly five-night sailings, there will be several that are full week-long sailings, and it's also said that she'll take on regular week-long sailings between May and November of 2021. This partnership marks MSC's first ever association with the Port of Tampa Bay, and we have another statement. Here we go. As MSC Cruises expands its presence in the U.S., this sounds like a hostile takeover here, the introduction of Tampa as a home port plays an important role in our long-term deployment strategy for this region. Yes, that definitely says move over big three. It's about to be the big four. This was a statement from Ken Muscat, 
Executive Vice President and Chief Operating Officer. How many titles do you need, bro? Of MSC Cruises USA. So I guess, yeah, Muscat. That doesn't necessarily sound like he's uh, eating pizza in Rome or fresh off the boat. Sounds like they got a guy on the ground here. They've infiltrated us. I'm only kidding. I don't know why I'm associating this with uh, some sort of espionage thing. But, you know, I'm sure... Port of Tampa Bay is welcoming this, and I think it's going to be great. Although the uh, ammonia is, um, yeah, makes the fantasy class on Carnival look like, uh, you know, Anthem of the Seas over there. Uh, he continues, we've seen an increased demand for cruise options from Tampa as vacationers from around the world look to explore the city and surrounding areas pre- and post-cruise. Uh some changes are also on the horizon for Armonia, so I guess we'll just say some much-needed changes. Yeah, that ship needs some help, as it will undergo a dry dock in November of this year, and MSC promises to expand the onboard experience with this move, and they're going to you know, put in a bunch of dance classes, some evening parties, some new entertainment in the main theater, more live music, and a revamped dining program. At a two thousand at a two thousand person capacity, Armonia is a fairly small and modest ship compared to what people are used to at sea right now. But MSC has some big plans for her, as far as uh, some revitalization and refurbishment in the next couple of years. All right, let's take it over to Norwegian. Andy Stewart is the CEO of Norwegian Cruise Lines. He's the guy that sometimes if you call up, they pretend like he's answering the phone and then he tells you about he's about to help you with your booking only to reveal that he's just kidding and this is actually a recording as if I, I don't know, as if if I heard it was Andy Stewart, I'd have to control my emotions. Like, oh my, oh my gosh, Andy Stewart. Answered. I don't know who Andy Stewart is. I know Stewart Little. Um, this is Andy Stewart. You know what I'm saying? Take it easy, Andy. You're not you're not even John Heald, let alone John Bon Jovi. If you act like you're answering the phone call, I'm going to say, who's this? I don't even know. No offense. Andy Stewart's a big shot in the cruising community. And if you're a hardcore cruise person, all I'm saying is that I don't think Andy Stewart warrants a fake announcing, hello, Andy Stewart here. I'm ready to take your booking. Just kidding. I mean, Andy Stewart, I got news for you. To the average casual cruiser, you and Rebecca from Reservations, there's no difference there. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, Andy was able to make his way onto the brand new Kelly Clarkson show on NBC. And there he announced that she was selected to be the godmother of Norwegian's newest ship which is the Norwegian Encore. She's already slated to perform at the ship's naming ceremony on November 21st. And in Miami, she will also bless and officially name the ship. She has a statement here, Miss Clarkson from, uh, you guys remember her from uh, going way back to American Idol. You know that song she has, uh, Since You've Been Gone? Listen, man, I'm telling you something. I'm in the bar business, entertainment, whatever, crazy wild party bars. You want to get 19 girls on top of the bar screaming at the top of their lungs the lyrics to to, to a song? You play Since You've Been Gone. Because it's crazy how slow it starts out. If only just friends. I'm blanking on the, the words. But then once she drops that beat, that chorus, and it goes, Since You've Been Gone, man, your ears blow out because that is an anthem for ladies. I mean, it's crazy. You wonder all these songs that come out and these club bangers and these anthems that end up being classics you wonder when they're ever written does it do do the writer or the performer really you know when they're recording it in the booth do you ever think it's going to have that much of an impact on so many people it's crazy anyway sorry to interrupt miss clarkson she says 
Uh, I am so honored to be named godmother to the Norwegian Encore and get to be a part of such a special ceremony to christen the new ship in Miami. She continues, I believe that the surrounding that surrounding yourself with all the ones you love and taking time for them is important while having the most amazing and unforgettable vacation. Along with the announcement, Clarkson and NCL awarded 20 music educators with a one-week cruise. Encore is aptly named since it will be the final rendition of the very popular Breakaway Plus class of ships from Norwegian. The ship will hold just under 4,000 guests at full capacity and, like her sisters, will have an outdoor go-well, I shouldn't say like all of her sisters, the latest models of her sisters will have an outdoor go-kart racetrack, will have laser tag and waterfront restaurant, a waterfront restaurant district, and a virtual reality arcade. All right, let's talk about Bahama Paradise. We're going local. Just up the road here in West Palm Beach, the uh, cruise ship Grand Celebration has been chartered to take a Another humanitarian mission to Grand Bahama Island on September 13th. This was made possible by a charity, a group called uh, Bahama Relief Cruise. Interesting name for just what is a charity. It's just Bahama Relief Cruise. It is a 501c3 nonprofit. And uh, this sailing, uh, we have a quote here. This sailing will continue the efforts we started just days after Hurricane Dorian. Additional humanitarian cruises may follow, the company said in a statement. This makes perfect sense since this is the cruise line that's typically it runs regular sailings to the area. Uh, They can't do it right now. As of now, the September 13th, 15th, 17th, and 19th sailings to the Bahamas have all been canceled. So it's amazing to see that the ship is being put to great use. Since they are not able to sail into Grand Bahama for the foreseeable future, the Port of Palm Beach has asked Governor Ron DeSantis to approve a 30-day emergency funding for Bahama Paradise Cruise Line to serve as an emergency relief charter vessel with a total cost of $9 million for the 30 days. I love that the governor is getting involved. I think it's kind of similar. Remember when uh, Puerto Rico, San Juan, and all the power went down there? Uh, the federal government chartered Carnival Cruises and I believe maybe other cruise lines, but I know Carnival was involved in that. I had a friend on board for that who was an electrician working on getting power back to San Juan. And it sounds like on a little bit more of a local scale, the governor is trying to do something similar. And again, Bahama Paradise Cruise Line. This is, I think, this will be great for them long term too, as well. What a humanitarian effort! And if they uh, step up and do the right thing, like they have been doing already, I think good things are going to happen. All right, that's the news. Let's get into the main topic of the show, which is Tom and Sarah from the very popular Behind the Crew Door podcast. Here we go. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Always Be Booked Cruise Podcast. And we have some very special guests with us today from the gaining in popularity, the surging behind the crew door podcast. We have Tom and Sarah. Welcome, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. Hello. Yes. Absolutely. So, yeah, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I get so wrapped up in work and doing this show and everything like that. I don't necessarily have a lot of the content directly on my radar. But then there was just some yeah. rumblings happening with my listeners talking to me about this new podcast that's out. How long have you guys been doing this? Uh, not too long. A couple of months. We started still- We started in May. We, we had started talking about doing this podcast in February, though. But we kind of started kind of getting everything together in like April and then May is when we actually launched. Yeah, we had a couple of pilot episodes that 
we recorded just for us. Yes, we did. Just uh, just ramblings. Oh, and then okay. after a while, we kind of narrowed it down. Yeah. So then maybe one day when you guys are all famous, you release those, uh, and, and then it's almost like almost like nostalgia. You know what I mean? You could... <laughs> ah, maybe, maybe. We'll, we'll see, we'll see. We'll see. When right. I'm on the news or something, I've done bad. <laughs> It'll be all of them. Okay, well, you know, nobody's running for president or anything, so I'm sure we'll be fine. Uh, the, not not the, yet. So the, the, I guess the theme of my podcast, when I came on, to the scene there was a few out there i kind of uh listen there's been transitions throughout the years as well but when i first came on it was like almost like i was kind of committing to a little bit more of the wild side of cruising it was more like you know families are great and everybody likes you know the older people the nearly fed the nearly dead and overfed kind of moniker that cruising gets and things like that what i tried to do was take a little bit more of like you know and i'm no spring chicken anymore i'm in my you know 40s now but (laughs) when i was starting out i really liked to take the partying to another level still kind of do which is kind of like my, my business like i'm in the hospitality restaurant nightclub field so yeah i tried to bring that angle to it and your content and your uh what you talk about on your show is particularly interesting to me and a lot of the people that follow our show in particular yeah. so i want to thank you guys for bursting onto the scene it's, it's fine we kind of just dish the dirt on each other and people yeah. really know. <laughs> but actually talking about being no spring chicken i am like literally just talking about it i am i'm a little bit hungover <laughs> And I don't think <laughs> I don't think I'm not young anymore. No, you're right? not. So talking about spring chickens, I know. Oh, so depressing. <laughs> yeah, you know, it doesn't. Uh, they don't go. The, the drinks don't go down, and the recovery time is mm. uh, is as quick as it used to be. Is it right? I don't spring back anymore. No, it takes I don't like, like a day to recover from a from a boozy night now. <laughs> okay, so let's get into it here. So now I, I have sure. listened to a good amount of your guys' episodes, but don't like crush me if i'm if a first of all there's some things that you may have talked about because a people people are familiar with you guys a lot of people there a lot of people that listen to my show are not so let's get into right. some stuff and i think one of the things that most people are i guess people go back and forth on is it what is it like in general because you'll hear people say that it is the wild west down there things are going on all sorts of crazy stuff and then you'll hear people say well no people are kind of overrating it trying to make it sound cooler than it is is it, you know, and I, I guess you have to kind of refer back to that original book that was pu- uh, put out by, I think it right. was David Bruns. That that one book that everything, he, he puts it in like it's Animal House. Where is it? Is it somewhere in between? So what I would say is it's very different from everyday life. You, people don't realize that you eat, sleep, breathe, play with the same people day in and day out. And you just all kind of have this relationship with each other because you're, you know, on the ship together, you're all working 70 plus hours a week. And we all you have a camaraderie. That being said, there are certain ships that might be (laughs) a little bit more party heavy than other ships. So I just think that it depends on the ship you're on, first of all. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. That would be my argument. Yeah. Is that certain ships, everyone's uh, like, so some ships, everyone's in bed by midnight right. because the itinerary is just so hard. You know, if we're doing three or four day cruises, sometimes you don't, you don't have time to breathe. Mm-hmm. So once you finish work, it is bed. Right. But then on the longer itineraries, you have a bit more breathing room. So then you're, you're more energized. You're more inclined to go to the bar. And then it gets a bit crazier. Yeah. But also it depends on the actual itinerary. Yes, I would agree with that. Yeah, like definitely my experience in Alaska mm-hmm. because they have such great beers <laughs> and they bring the beers onto the ship. Oh, wow. I, 
I like oh, yeah. how you always bring everything back to beer. Can I just say? <laughs> I know. Tom, you 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 we're okay with that. You're home. You're home here with <laughs> yeah. that. You oh, have a Oh yeah, I'm You have a absolutely. platform for that. So, I guess I was <laughs> on a, perfect. I was recently on the Carnival Paradise. I guess maybe we shouldn't. You guys don't necessarily mention ship names, but that's okay. I guess I can. So, no, I was on we, No, that's okay. <laughs> okay. So, I was on the Carnival Paradise and I was I had access and I got to interview the uh, entertainment director. And yes, the oh, okay. first five or six questions, of course, they were kind of like you know cut and dry, you know. Yeah. But then I did get into it. I was like, so what? What did um? What goes on below deck? Is that because again, I'd be doing my listeners a disservice if I did not bring that up because that's kind of what we talk <laughs> about a lot. And the interview, yeah. the tone of the interview changed a little bit. She was a little bit like, she's like, what are you, what are you trying to say? I mean, we're human beings. We're allowed to have fun. She was cool. She was really yeah. cool. She was very, yeah. very nice of her to grant, grant some of her time. And she was very, very sweet. But I, I maybe I just exaggerated. But she definitely, there was a little bit of a turn to like the tone of the interview. And she it, it felt a yeah. little bit on the defensive. And I had to reassure her, like, no, 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 no. There's no judgment no, no, here. Yeah. I mean, people, like, we, we live on the ship. Like, some people don't realize that. That's our home for six to eight months. Correct. So we have to have that um, output. We have to go out and party or we have to do something. There just needs to be like some sort of extra extracurricular activities that you're doing that makes you feel like you're not just working a million t- hours every single day and just putting on that smile for your guests. Like you want to be able to like go and hang out with your friends in the bar or yeah. out on deck or whatever it is. Go take a run. Like we're not saying you have to go get trashed every night, but we're saying that like, okay, chill out there. <laughs> but, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> but you know, but I mean, a lot of times it does revolve around the bar because there's not that many crew yeah. areas on board depending on the ship. So if the bar is the place where you're going to go and see your friends every night and be like, oh my gosh, listen to my crazy day that I had, yeah. you know, that's usually where you're going to like gather and hang out, you know? Totally. All right. Here, here's a question. So with all the sure. hours you guys do work, and I think I heard you today, I think you told us like pretty much minimum 70 hours in that area. Yeah. Yeah. And what, so if you're doing that and if you're drinking a good amount, here's the natural question. Am I ever being served by someone who is who's a little maybe a little drunk? Oh no, I would say I would say no. How? Because <laughs> I I I would say no. Okay. Because you're trying to save face. Okay. No, I'm not trying to save face. Tom, I right. think, Tom's going to go in a different direction. No, I don't think so. I would. <laughs> I would not use the word drunk. No, I not, would not drunk. say not a hundred percent. Not a, exactly. Not I would 100%. say yes. Yes. But weirdly. You get good at pretending or a good to sobering up pretty quickly yes. or to be not hungover as quick. 100%. I would agree with that. Totally. Like, to- totally get that part of it. All right. And it's, it's very bizarre. Like, you wake up some mornings like, oh, man, I feel so, I feel so shitty. Like, uh. <laughs> and then you take a shower and then you have to be on oh, your A game. Like, yeah. like, the second you're on work, you can't be anything less. Right. So it's surprising how fast your body adapts to that life yes all right well, so that- i would say not not drunk but not 100 percent. that's <laughs> that's my official answer okay because because i could tell you being in the hospitality rest uh restaurant nightclub yeah. business i could tell you the old days are different than they are now and you know there was plenty of and i'm not gonna lie i'm gonna say still to this day some places yeah. kind of encourage that type of behavior because it elicits a certain type of uh, atmosphere to the bar now i know that would never happen sure. on a corporation like a cruise ship or things like that but yeah. ever since i did read that book and listen or listen to that book i should say i um 
I went back on my next cruise noticing that, you know what, if, you, if you're in the business and you have the knowledge, it's not too hard to pick out those people that had the rough night the night before. Oh, yeah, yeah of course. Oh, absolutely. Course. I would say one other thing to, since you, like you said, you work in restaurants, hospitality, all that kind of stuff. So just add like one more layer when it comes to being on a cruise ship. And that would be that we, every single crew member has a safety duty. So that's why like we have to be on our A game because if something happens, we have to get right on it and get moving. You know what I mean? That's absolutely true. Yeah, we are. Yeah. We are not. We are relieved of all of our safety duties on land with the uh, bar yeah. and the restaurant. Yes, <laughs> exactly. You give those to the fire yeah. department, and the police department, yes. you're good to go. But exactly. we don't. We have to. We have to jump into action, regardless of what it is, safety-wise. Totally. So that's why, that's like the I would say the a big difference right oh, there. Yeah, 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 you know. Let's talk about something more taboo stuff. You know, again, anything that I do ask or dive into that you just can't answer or whatever, you just don't, just don't answer. And this, is, and this doesn't. Oh, I, we could we could do hypotheticals. We could do you know. I heard that a person. <laughs> we understand what you're saying. So what, we right. understand that it is extremely frowned upon for crew members to interact intimately with guests. And Correct. I, I guess the question is, it does it happen ever? So I've, I, um, yeah, yes, it happens. I'm sure it does. I've seen one guy got messaged on like a dating app while we were in port by somebody who was on the ship and he like heavily contemplated going wow. to that guest cabin, but ended up not. Can I just um, say for the record, that was not me. That was not you. <laughs> that was not me. It was okay. not you. Okay. Tom was looking at me being like, who? No, I was like, yeah. <laughs> don't, be, uh, don't be able to think. Oh, my God. Yeah, no. And so he heavily contemplated going but didn't. Um, I have heard of here and there, but it's not, at least from the ship that we worked on, I never really saw yeah, that happen. Yeah, it was on our company, it was like an instant dismissal. I think it's like a lot of the cruise companies. Yeah. I think that it's it's every cruise company, yes, you're not supposed to do it, of course, but I think it depends on the, the cruise line. The of the, yeah, the severity of the discipline that would come along with it. <laughs> as, yeah. You're, yeah. As, as you're saying that, I'm just envisioning all the uh, radical things of, in terms of cruising, because cruising, let's face it, like I was just saying, it's like a, a lot of cruise lines just kind of copying what the other cruise line does in terms of policy, yeah. for, in terms of entertainment and things like that. Uh, you know, sure. the exception seems to be Virgin Voyages. Wouldn't that be a breath of fresh air if Virgin just put it out there? You know what? Crew members can hook up with the guests. Sleep with all crew members. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, if they hire very attractive crew members, that's a huge pulling point, I think. Yeah. Huge- <laughs> I mean, I've been on a lot of cruises, and yeah, it's not 100%, but there's a lot of attractive crew members, uh, you know, very exotic people running around. I, you yeah. know, I'm not saying I'm asking for selfish purposes, but yeah, there's definitely a lot of... Uh, of course, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, here's a question. Uh, we'll get a little, I guess, slightly off that topic. Now, in ter- it, it, ship life, clearly it's probably not for everybody. Probably you see a lot of people that end up jumping on board with all the high hopes in the world, but then realizing a couple of uh, weeks or whatever into the sailing that it's really not for them. Have you ever had any instances of seeing like full breakdowns when somebody was just like, you know, I can't do this anymore. I'm off at the next port. Yeah, it, it does kind of happen. It's very yeah. rare. Most people will actually finish out a contract and then does not come back. So um, there's, a, there's a very high turnaround. Yes. Um, but it, unfortunately, it does happen that some people 
the last six weeks yeah. and just really can't do it. There was a guy in my um, new hire group. There was like 10 or 15 of us that were all brand new and they like do a checkup on you. I think on like the 30 days in or something like that. Yeah. And he was gone within the first like three weeks. And by the time that 30 day popped up, he was gone. He thought that he was going to be, he was like a chef or something. And he thought he was going to be making more food, but they ended up having him more behind the scenes. And he just didn't like, you know, just cutting thousands yeah. of carrots all the day, all day, instead of actually like making the food. I think okay. is what happened. Yeah. Something like that, you know. Those chefs, they can be pretty. Uh, you know, they the creativity is important to them if they end up just prepping. Yeah, in the kitchen. Oh, yeah, of they could, yeah. Um, okay, so have you guys ever worked? And again, I don't know uh, the extents. I know you guys are very experienced on cruise ships, but would you say it's multiple lines and multiple ships? And I guess my question I'm getting to is: Have you ever uh, seen any of those theme cruises? Have you ever worked any of those theme cruises? I haven't worked on one, but I did sail. Um, I sailed on um, a carnival ship for a '90s themed cruise, but okay. I was a guest. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Which so, was that was interesting. <laughs> I've worked two different ones. Oh, you have? Okay. One is I don't want to say it, but they're a they're a religion based chicken restaurant. Oh. <laughs> so like they booked at the whole cruise, and that was a bizarre cruise. Okay. Because um, I'm not going to say the name of the show, but one of the shows was quite risky. And they cut it completely oh. because it was they're, they're a very strong religious company. On the other end of the spectrum, I have done, not as a guest, I have worked a swingers cruise. You worked, a, I worked swingers a swingers cruise. cruise. All right, everybody, what? get comfortable. Yeah, Here we go. I, I saw some absolutely disgusting things on that cruise that I want to forget. Please tell us everything. Tom, <laughs> no, tell no, us no. everything. No, 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 no. Like, it was, like, literally, I was a lighting technician, so, like, we... we we would normally set up the room uh, and then just kind of leave them to it. Okay. Um, but yeah, and then there was like a day of cleaning afterwards. But oh my gosh. Just, yeah. That sounds so it's, gross. It's so gross because the people who you want to be swingers are not swingers. And the people who look like they should not be swingers are swingers. <laughs> So it's it's yeah. I have a it's friend. Like, you have a friend who uh who took part in one of those, and we had him on the show in one of the earlier episodes. Oh, Always really? continuously okay. tries to get me to come on the. I'm like, dude, you know what? God bless you. Oh. Not not funny. Oh, no, I mean, you might have been on the cruise I was on. Who knows? Yeah, I see the, nice. I see pictures, and I'm like, I, I watched. You know, just I'm just gonna say Royal Caribbean or whatever or whatever swing who, who's hosting the swingers cruises celebrity. I know does yeah. some of them, and you just see the promenade lined with beds, and it's like you oh, feel man. like, oh my oh, gosh, like, my cruise bed, ship has like, been violated. Gross. I'm having flashbacks now. Yeah. I'm having yeah. flashbacks. Thanks. Yeah. I'm like, like, I'm, I'm just going to like splash water on my face. <laughs> yeah, man. You just can't unsee certain things. Oh, you're telling me. Yeah. So Jeez. what else do you have? Um, do you have a, do, do, what is the, I hear a lot about this mafia system. I heard about people like, you know, not getting, you know, getting, getting threatened by loan sharks and like if you don't turn return to oh, DVD or a hard drive in six days you might get out hung over the balcony oh, no. <laughs> no I've I've never heard of that N normally the mafia is a very it's not really a mafia it's just a group of friends so like say someone who worked on my team was part of a country mafia he was we've talked about it on the show oh, we have yeah oh, okay so, so the Filipino the mafia. Filipino mafia okay. because um, there's Philip because there's Filipinos in every department on the ship. So they yeah. always have a pull somewhere. Okay. You know, 
So yeah. there's there's like Filipinos in the you know the deck hands, the technicians, guest services, the the dining rooms. Yeah, you know, like so they're they're everywhere. So they can all you yeah. know get what they need because they know someone. But I wouldn't say it's very threatening. It's no. mostly like if someone wants a birthday cake, they can get you a birthday cake. Yeah. Okay. But then it's 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 normally from a technician side, it's normally if they want to borrow a microphone for a certain event. Or if they want to borrow a couple of lights for a party, we will accommodate that, and then they will give us some, you know, chicken wings or stuff like that. So they can, they can make things happen. They can they can make things happen yes, that maybe yes, not yes, necessarily yes, yes. would be sanctioned by the cruise line. Correct. Yeah, as as long as it's not obvious and it's not hurting anyone. Yeah. Oh, it's it's mostly like um, I think I talked about it on the show, but I I once told someone that I enjoy the popcorn that we have. And he showed up to my cabin with a trash bag full of popcorn, <laughs> like nice. more popcorn than I could ever eat. Like really? it was, it was, it was like a bean bag full of popcorn. And you don't Huge. get, the, and you don't get the Godfather speech after that. There may be a day, and this day may never come, but you will have to return this favor. You don't get that, no? <laughs> no, I, no, I didn't. All right, good. And, yeah, it was a very friendly gesture of popcorn. And like my, there was one time my family had come on board to sail, and they got. He, like so one of the Filipinos that I knew that was on the technician team, he was text with Tom. I was telling him and he goes, Oh, well give me your family's stateroom number. And he put them on like the special list where they get stuff delivered every day, like chocolate chip cookies and chocolate covered strawberries yeah. and all this stuff. Like the whole cruise, they got something delivered to their cabin every day, you know, cause he knew someone to put them on the list. Very, very nice. I got a question that yeah. I didn't have written down that just kind of, when you just said the Filipino mafia, I just kind of came to my head. Why is it? that certain Filipino people, they just have a knack for literally knowing how to play and sing every single song that has ever been made in history of music. So, <laughs> so like, yeah, they're very musical. And I've, like, I don't want to, like, group in, like, the, the country together or anything, but a lot of them really enjoy karaoke. Yeah, they do. Yes. They really, really enjoy karaoke. And the point where, they, like... That's where the mafia plays into it. They have karaoke parties quite a lot. And isn't it that it also helps them learn English? By, oh, I didn't know this. I believe so. I think oh. that they they it helps them learn English yeah. because, you know, like being on a cruise ship is super prominent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also same thing with like telemarketing. They have to have a oh, good, really? yeah, they have to have a good accent. Apparently telemarketing in the Philippines is very, oh, really? yeah, it's oh, very goodness. high prestige because that means your accent's very good, an, an English accent. I did know though. Huh. This might be an urban legend. Like you might have to Google it, but apparently someone killed someone in the Philippines because they sang "My Way" by Frank Sinatra bad or badly. Really? Apparently, like again, that might be urban legend. I did could some, see. Did I, somebody on the ship tell you that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, I could see that happening in Hoboken, but not in uh, the Philippines. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But no, they're um. Yeah. No, it's I, crazy because so, I've seen them like singing and, and playing a song where it looked like the bass guitar player, the, the keyboardist, everybody's yeah. reading sheet music as if they've never seen the song before, but they're literally playing it note for note to perfection. I'm just oh, like, it's, it's uh, Van Halen, Eruption. If you're familiar with Van Halen, the song Eruption <laughs> yeah. is like this freaking guitar solo that was like broke all barriers that only Eddie Van Halen can do. I've seen it on every cruise yeah. ship done. Every single cruise yeah. ship, somebody does Eruption. Yeah. It's crazy. It's So um, I play drums and... Every now and again, we have like a jam night and it is 99% Filipinos and then oh, yeah. me playing drums. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> but no, like it's fantastic. It's Amazing. so good. Yeah, no, it's very, very impressive. And they're always, they're yeah. always so, and again, I guess we're 
grouping people and making stereotypes, but they're yeah. always so pleasant and friendly too, right? Oh, yeah, 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 oh my yeah. gosh, yes. Yeah, they are. They're Great. all so nice. All right, do you guys have a go on vacation? You guys have a go. You just answered the question before, but do you guys have a, you know, now, what is it like? Is it appealing at all to you to think about taking a cruise vacation? Um, I actually just took a cruise over the Labor Day weekend. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, it was really fun. I It ended up being um, over Hurricane Dorian since I'm in Florida. So they extended our cruise. It was supposed to be a three night turned into a five night, which then turned into a six night for the price of a three night. Yeah. It was great. It was like a buy one, get one. Um, Amazing. and they didn't but, ask you to, they didn't ask you to spring into action at all. That's great. No, I didn't tell them anything. <laughs> I didn't let them know that, they, you know, but it was actually really fun. And we, um, you know, we got rerouted. We were supposed to go to the Bahamas and obviously that didn't happen. So we went to Cozumel and it was really fun. We had a really good time and I just enjoyed cruising as a guest. Cause that was, I think my first cruise since I've worked on ships. So it was just fun to be a guest and walk around and just kind of like, pinpoint things and be like oh wow like we did that a little bit differently but it's really cool that they do that this way you know what i mean like it's just fun to like see different things totally. and like how different cruise lines do them oh, and i'm the opposite I, I have never cruised as a guest never never oh wow i've only worked on cruises oh okay but i kind of want to like i think this podcast is right for me because i kind of want to take a dirty booze cruise okay and let's, just do nuts. let's go on a booze cruise let's go, let's go on a booze cruise yeah let's do it done we're doing it. Okay, Spot. we're going. We have a uh, always be both group cruise on January 18th. Uh, that was probably, we're not calling it a booze cruise, but it's a booze cruise. Eight days Eastern <laughs> Caribbean. You know, feel free if you want to join nice, in. Hey, nice. Actually, I think I'm off work then. So my, email me. I might actually might come. Let's <laughs> like, do it. I, I am off work. Oh, oh my God. This is, oh, yeah, so I'm funny. up for that. That's awesome. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. I, I'm sure we'd have. I'm sure we'd have a few people, uh, a few p- more p- listeners added to the list if you uh, made the commitment too, as oh, well, Tom. It would be great to have okay. you, man. Okay. Definitely. I can tell the stories that are too too raunchy for the podcast. Wait, <laughs> hold on. Are there really stories too raunchy for the podcast? This pod, maybe yours, not this one. You could say, you guys, you guys can say whatever you like. No, it's, no, ours is. I feel like raunchier than yours yeah, is. It's, it's 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 more of my my mother listens. <laughs> okay, gotcha, gotcha. Because she's very proud of me. I'm a I'm a little boy. Yeah, you got. I you, even told her like, don't listen to this one podcast. She's like, why? I want to listen to you. No, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know what I get up to. And don't think, listen to this. One. And you think that works? You think that by telling that she doesn't immediately go to that podcast? No, no. Well, she listens to them anyway. So I don't live um at home anymore. So, like, I actually live in a different country, so um, my, mother, my mother normally listens to them just to hear my voice. Yes. Because she's sweet. No, that makes perfect sense, totally. But, uh, yeah, we'd love to have I you on that I say disgusting things. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see if we can make it work. Yeah. yeah I'm, there, actually, I'm actually up there. Yeah, Come there's on. no barriers on this podcast. Like, again, yeah, we're, you know, as we are feeling each other out, you know, maybe there's a little, you know, but no, no we, we've, we've definitely dove into some crazy areas. There's nothing off topic. There's nothing off limits. That's good. Um, you know, I've heard you guys too as well, and that's kind of refreshing. You know what I mean? It's kind of refreshing yeah. to hear somebody out there that's, you know, we're not a, keep it real, as the kids say nowadays. Yeah, know? exactly, exactly, exactly. All right, we got to talk, we got to dive into this just quickly on this tip thing. The tips that I pay on that daily basis, the 18, 19, 17, whatever it's changing, it's going up yeah. by 25 cents every three days, it seems like, whatever yeah, it is. Of um, yeah, what, what is, Where is that going? If, just so the people, because you get people who, and I do not advocate this at all. I think it's terrible. I don't care what you tip on top. I don't buy it. Don't remove the freaking gratuities, please. And, and So just can we tell everybody where those tips go? 
So Tom and my positions were not tipped positions. We had like a base salary and that was it. But from what I gathered from your housekeepers, your servers, the tips go straight to them. And then they, I believe, give there's like a percentage that goes to the head server or the din- the head dining server yeah. guy, whatever who he, whoever he is. There's a percentage of that that goes to him as well. But I, as far as I know, they go to the individual servers or housekeepers, and they get paid a lot less, and they rely very heavily on the tips. Yeah. Right. So if you're taking then, gratuities away, you're basically it's it's kind of considered salary, isn't it? Right. Yeah, it is. It and, is. Yeah. And then if if they're good servers or good housekeepers, they make a lot of money. Yeah. Because they're good. Yeah. And they know they're good. Right. Like some of them learn magic tricks and, you know, some of them bring toys for the kids and stuff like that because they know they'll get tipped. Yeah. Totally, totally, and I guess the cabin stewards, especially, and the dining room, you have a, a oh, yeah. direct access to be able to kind of affect the guests' experience. And you yeah. know what? You've already paid off your cruise. You already so there's a couple of dollars you have laying around, and you have budgeted towards things like tips. And they know that money's out there, yeah. so they're they're kind of hustling to go get it, aren't they? Exactly, exactly, exactly. Well deserved, though, in my opinion. If they if they can give you that good experience, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, all right, so here's another question. What do the cruise lines do as far as how well they work with you on, let's just say, you know, you fall in love with somebody on a certain ship, but then you go on vacation and that person gets transferred. Will they work with you guys as far as putting you with your spouses or significant others on other cruise ships? So spouses, yes. If you're married, they will line up your vacations. They will make sure they'll try as hard as they can to keep you on the same ship if they can. Um, if you're just dating someone, it's not n- nearly as accommodating. Yeah. Um, you can try to like put in extensions to kind of make your vacations line up or put in a transfer request to go to a different ship. But if, until that piece of paper saying that you guys are husband and wife, you know, yeah. they don't, they really don't. I know people who have gotten married just for that. So they go to, uh, a port like Nassau where they can get married. Right. That's not their home country marriage. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't count in their home country, but it counts on the ship. Okay. So it, it's it's the same with cabin assignments. You can't be assigned the same cabin as your partner unless you're married. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. So oh. so people get married for that one one that, reason. That reason so they can live in a cabin together. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that makes sense. Whatever whatever ways, I guess there's more than one ways to skin a cat. And if it's just a matter of technicality and those documents just are, oh, yeah, will yeah, suffice yeah. for it, the it cruise is. line, then yeah. great. Um, all right. So yeah. I was listening to one of your shows, I think it was yesterday or today. I was listening to, and it was, it was hysterical to me because, and I'm not trying to rub this in, Sarah, but you had a roommate situation where... <laughs> It was almost like a Seinfeld episode where you, of course, and you know, it's like Larry David or whatever, you're you're rooming with this girl, you're getting to know her, she's the girl that doesn't shut the hell up, and she <laughs> and then I literally laughed out loud when she couldn't hear her own alarm clock and had yeah. to she had to bless all there's a certain type of people that get subject to that and have they draw the bed into the stick like that and unfortunately you did in this position and you're actually living with someone who can't hear their own alarm clock and blow dries their hair at all hours in the morning that's rough so my question is what is what do you guys do as far as now that's an innocent one you know no harm no foul nobody's fault when there is a legitimate conflict within roommates or within people on the same floor how is that handled is there like a little mini tribunal system or how does that how is that handled on the ship 
So you can either talk to your leader or your boss, and they can try and sort something out, or you can go directly to HR. So um, that's HR for anybody who H- didn't get that. HR, HR, <laughs> HR, HR. There you go. So I actually I had a story on one of the podcasts where I had a roommate that used to wet the bed. Oh boy! And he was top. He was top bunk. <laughs> oh, just to throw so that out gross. there. Ew. So uh, at that point, I went to HR. 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 H. <laughs> <laughs> and they solved it pretty quickly because obviously it was a it was a health issue. Okay. So, but generally, like, even if you don't want to live with the person and it's not as that extreme, they will work to make to try and get you swapped. Um, like, I had the same roommate for three contracts in a row, and it they would she would always put in the request before I came back from vacation, so that I would move straight into her room. Like, so if they can do it, they will. Yeah. Um, but if there is like a big circumstance like Tom's, you know, they're like, okay, let's figure this out. Let's get it yeah. done as fast as possible. So it does happen. And and that's the other thing is that these rooms are so small that it really matters who you live with. So if you're with someone that you don't like, it really affects your mental health and it affects your job on yeah. the ship. So they want to move you so that you're in a better situation mentally, you know? Makes perfect sense. And what you got what oh, just so- happened what just happened there was hysterical because I was kinda laughing about your alarm clock situation and then Tom jumps in and he's about to get peed on and whole to- <laughs> totally taking it to a whole nother level. So you yeah, guys of course, of course. I could imagine what the hell goes on there. But yeah. I just love that you're Larry David in my story. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that. That's fantastic. Exactly. So, all right. So, you guys have any favorite destinations? I don't know how. Like I said, are you guys able to say like how long you've been on ships for? Like, how long was your stint on cruise ships? I was there. I was almost. It was almost three years to the day, actually, when I when I left for the last time. So, um, in my job, it it basically was like a two year lifespan usually unless you got promoted so it and so i lasted three which was good and it was the perfect time for me to leave how long were you on board you were seven seven years holy moly seven years ships two companies Jeez. okay so what are some of your favorite favorite destinations i don't know maybe just i guess we're getting into maybe some sort of the travel tip area what are some of the things that you would you would go and you've probably seen many of the same destinations over and over again it got kind of repetitive but what are some of your favorite places to go in the world well, my question to you is, which part of the world do you want to talk about? <laughs> oh, yeah, because there's so many great ports. Yeah, yeah, we mostly uh, t- we mostly deal in Caribbean on this show, but feel free if you if something like it totally is overwhelming that's out of the well, Caribbean, that's fine. My my favorite hands down is Alaska. Alaska, Alaska yeah. is fantastic. Wow. Okay. Um, if you ever get a chance, go to Alaska. You are like the seventeenth person that said my my rebuttal to that is don't, don't tell me about Alaska. I'm not cruising without palm trees and green water. But you are by oh, no, far. No, no, no. Not you, the only no, person that said You don't you understand. You don't understand. Oh it's just you're gosh. planning the cruise that you plan if you go to Alaska, you're planning an adventure. You're not planning to go lay out on the beach. Like they have so many fun things to yeah. do in all the different ports. It's so beautiful the entire time you're cruising. You're literally cruising through fjords, seeing all this beautiful scenery, glaciers. It's just a whole different type of cruise. It's not like I'm going to go yeah. get drunk on a beach, you know? But on the other side... Alaskan beer is oh fantastic. <laughs> Here we go. That, that's my selling point. <laughs> Alaskan beer the Alaskan, is the best. The Alaskan beer is very good. The I point where once for my birthday, I paid $8 for one bottle to get imported to Britain. Wow, money bags over here. Yeah, one. I, 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 I imported three in the end. But $8 <laughs> each to get imported. And um, it's, it's worth it. 
I would say um, in the Caribbean, I like St. Thomas. Boom. It's nice. That's yeah. Yeah, I like St. Thomas. Right yeah. St. <laughs> Thomas. St. Martin is good. St. Martin's good. Um, where else did we, we, we went like down to like, we remember we, were you on the ship when we were out of, um, oh, San Juan cruises? San Juan cruises. Uh, yeah. Barbados. We went to, oh yeah. Barbados. Have you ever done right. Barbados? I've never done Barbados. I heard beautiful things about it. Barbados. You want to go to Boatyard? The Boatyard in okay. the Barbados. Yeah. It was really That's fun. That's where, if you want to see how the crew really party. Yes. Go to Boatyard. 100%. In Bridgetown. 100%. All right. I'm right. I'm writing that down. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah, right, I'm writing down. that down. Boatyard in Bridgetown. Perfect. Boatyard. I've probably nearly been fired multiple times after coming back. <laughs> and then I liked St. Kitts too. Did you like St. Kitts? Uh, which one was St. They Kitts? Had, that was the last port that we went to. Um, It was. Oh, where there was the, the boat over to the French quarter one, the French side. Uh, maybe. I don't think I did that, uh, but I okay. went to, I went to some really nice beaches oh, in St. Kitts. Yes. With the, with the Hilton beach. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. St. Kitts yeah. is lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it has the the Atlantic and the Pacific Ocean, you can see. Yeah, no, I think you're right. no, no. <laughs> no. Not it. No. Is that a different? Place? The Pacific uh, Ocean is is uh, is on the other side of the um. Not the Atlantic. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> the Caribbean and the yeah. yes, and yes, yeah. Yeah. two different seas. You can see. Yeah, yeah. you have that beautiful view at, at the top yeah. of the mountain. That's that iconic picture that's yeah. in most of their uh i guess tourism photos of just you're standing at the top of that mountain and it's just kind of divided by one piece of land and yeah. you see the caribbean sea not, and the atlantic on the other side it's beautiful yeah that would be I impressive i guess you can do that right the panama canal you listen, can maybe do that panama, yeah which we've done multiple times listen to this good. um you know tom and i work on a cruise ship for a reason and <laughs> it's not because we got straight a's in school <laughs> <laughs> geography the geography isn't yeah. necessarily the you know where we go. I got and, and luckily, I don't work on the bridge. So yeah, that's, so that's we're good. That's we're good. good. Well, when you guys said uh, Alaska is simultaneously, uh, you, I could, yeah. I could uh, hear through my headphones. I could hear my entire listener base with a big collective. I told you yeah. so. So yeah. definitely. It's, okay. How about this? In January, we'll do the eight-day Caribbean one, <laughs> and then in the summer, we'll have another one to Alaska. There we go. I'll. You know what? That's yeah, fair. Yeah. That's a fair deal. I, I will. I will show you where to drink. <laughs> I will show you what to do. Uh, we do a ski shot in Skagway. Oh yeah, we uh, did a ski shot. Tom, I got fun. Tom. I got a question for you. Do they have beer in Alaska? <laughs> uh, I can't remember, so I'm assuming yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. I'm definitely in for that. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's fantastic. That'll probably be a good time. Yeah. All right, settle this debate here. We we go back and forth. One of my listeners uh, said that you know they thought they were doing the coolest move. And they thought that they were going to get such good treatment because this is so slick. They went to the bank and exchanged $100 uh, with a bunch of $2 bills. Um, and they were going to give that to the crew as tips, $2 bills. What? How was right. that received? I have no idea. I, yeah, I don't know. I, Not um, a big topic? Okay, because I could just tell you in the restaurant hospitality business, what, we, what we'll do is we'll tell you to take those $2 bills and shove them up your ass. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, if it's like a bunch of $2, then yeah, that's great. That's yeah, true. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it was just two dollars. Again, we weren't in tipped positions, so we yeah. didn't. I didn't really ever see that. Like, I got tipped a few times, like by just random guests that would come up and be like, "You were so great," but like, it wasn't like an every cruise thing, yeah. you know. So I, I, I wouldn't. I don't know how to answer that, unfortunately. <laughs> I know you guys are busy. You're running around Orlando. How is it up there? Is it nice it's down here in Boca Raton? It's very, very windy. How's it up there? It's very windy here too. Yeah, yeah. Weird, it was. It was. It, it rains a lot now. Like oh, every yeah. day. I lived in Orlando and I always thought South Florida 
had like the capital of yeah. rain until I moved to Orlando for like uh, a couple of years. Orlando is just oh, underwater for the entire like oh, last yeah. part every of the summer. summer. Yeah, the whole summer it just rains every day between three and five o'clock every day. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna let you guys get out of here, but I wanted to see if we can close it out and see if you guys had any, maybe just some. Uh, I had a crew member on before too, and she had yeah. and she said to me, she said, you know, the guests, you know, they try to be as nice as possible and things like that. But yes, it does get rough because guests sometimes when they're on vacation, they just simply turn their brains off. One hundred percent. Yep. One hundred percent. Do you have any kind of wacky stories of just like wacky passenger interactions or dumb questions? I think you did. Somebody told me I didn't hear the show. Yeah, yeah my my favorite's always. It's again a bit of an urban legend, but someone asked, "Did the crew live on the ship?" <laughs> and then, of course, the the answer is no. We get helicoptered off, or we we jet ski back every night, <laughs> or there's ships to pick us up. And then, again, urban legend. Apparently, there was a guest complaint about helicopters waking her up in, in the, the middle of the night. Yeah. Oh Sending boy. Crew home. And they complained that that it was too loud because yeah. the crew kept going home or something like that. <laughs> no, my other one was like, do these elevators go up? And I'm like, yes, yes, yeah. they do. <laughs> what? That's what yeah. they're here for. Yes, no, I swear my, to God. So not so much a question, but it's turns your brains off is when you're in the theater, we have a lot of rehearsals and, you know, we, we change the shows over. So we close the theater and then you see guests walking through saying oh i didn't know it was closed <laughs> there's two double like two double doors closed with um what are they called stanchions. Like ropes. Yeah, with stanchions so they climb over the stanchions come through the doors and then don't realize that it's shut yeah now can i admit something here uh you've done that we know we know damn well that things closed we know <laughs> I, 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 know, I, know. I, I i i i do i try to do ship tours and i try to get some yeah. like footage and sometimes there's rehearsals or sometimes it's just closed but yes, that's the one thing about cruising. One of the things about cruising that I just love is that when you go on a regular vacation, you know, you, if you're on a cruise ship, you feel like that cruise ship is your living room, the whole thing. Like you can oh, yeah. go by, you know, you and I don't know, again, we're not talking about what cruise lines you're on, but when I go by a, uh, a, a martini at the Alchemy Bar in a carnival and then take it down to Guy's Pig and Anchor, I set it right on top of the bar and then I leave it wherever I want to. You know what I mean? And, and you kind of mm -hmm. just feel like you can kind of like go around the yeah. ship. And I don't think anybody minds. I think that's kind of like the the thing of it but yeah i go in there and then yeah if somebody say they're, they're not gonna it's not like you're at a nightclub in miami where you're gonna get rushed we know that we're not gonna get rushed by an army of bouncers yeah so of course, of course. worst case scenario oh sorry didn't know and then you walk out but yeah, yeah. normally is a polite i'm sorry sir you can't do this yeah, yeah. exactly so yeah. on what i was on one cruise director chat one time and i don't know if she's doing a material so you maybe you guys have heard this one before but she told yeah. us that there was one cruise and it wasn't a theme cruise but it was i guess maybe a, a a group cruise and the group cruise was a bunch of people i guess religious people that were on this cruise because this was when the was it the mayan calendar 2012 when the world was supposed to end uh, yeah. oh yeah 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 and there was a group of people that wanted to be at sea and wanted to be on a cruise ship for this. And they kind of had, they were running around in robes. I don't even know what the religion was or the denomination, whatever it was. But she told us that this is, these people knew that the world was going to end and they were very present throughout the ship and the sailing and things like that. And then yeah. they told her, they pulled her aside and said, you know, we are all being taken off this ship via spaceship, you know, and we're going to survive oh. the end of the world. And oh, really? <laughs> what I can do for you is take you with us if you can arrange for free Wi-Fi for us. 
Wow. Free, wait, yeah. so free Wi-Fi for a UFO taken away, like yeah. surviving. Yeah, you don't have to That's go. You don't. You don't have to That's die and deal. go down with the rest of the world. If you give us free Wi-Fi, we'll take you in the ship with us. No problem. Can you make oh, it happen? Oh my goodness. If I was the cruise director, I would do it just to see, <laughs> just to see what they had, just to see like if it was true. Or, like, is it like the Simpsons? They have like the bike, and the big fan thing. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I, just, I just do it to see. But I, I think I like nutters. Like, I'll, I'll tell the story later. But yeah, uh, we just went to Chipotle, and a nutter started talking to me about whales, and like I could not shake her. And I was like, "Oh, really? Okay, you been to a castle? Cool." Like, I, just, I think I attract. I attract nutters. You do. Yeah. I do. And yeah. for everybody, nutters means crazy people. Yes, yeah, crazy to let people. Everyone know. <laughs> yeah, crazy people. <laughs> Sarah, we're so lucky and, to have you with the translation with the H, <laughs> with the H and the nutters like and it. things like that. Where would we be? Hundred <laughs> percent. Well, this was th- uh, guys. This was awesome. I really, really appreciated having you on. I feel like I, we I maybe even. I, I don't think we even really scratched the surface. I think we could do like probably a lot more. Maybe we we can do this again sometime. Oh, sure, yeah. yeah. Whenever yeah, Tom and I are together again, I'll let you know, and we can definitely do this again. Absolutely. So thanks for coming on, and we will talk to you guys soon. Hey, thanks, thanks so for having much. us. I'll, I'll see you on the cruise. Definitely. We're going to talk about that 100%. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> thanks so much. Thank of you. Course. So the podcast is called Behind the Crew Door. You can catch it across all podcast platforms, and uh, we definitely recommend you check it out. Hey, quick question. How important is your vacation to you? Okay, well, are you booked? If not, I want to give you a quick heads up on how close you can really be to your cruise vacation of a lifetime. Let's talk Caribbean. Yeah, that's right. The tropical paradise, white sand, crystal clear, blue water Caribbean. Cruising is an adventure. Why visit just one destination when you can conquer three or four? We want to be the perfect getaway from your everyday. Always Be Booked Cruises and Vacations has the experience, the affiliations, and most of all, the passion to match you up with a getaway that you and your group will share stories about for decades to come, no matter who's listening. Some say a cruise is a cruise, but the truth is, we help you find your cruise. Whether you're seeking the ultimate island adventure, world-class onboard entertainment, or gourmet Caribbean food and cocktails, you can share memories with those you're traveling with and make lifelong friends with those you just met. Having spent years on some of the world's most celebrated cruise ships and creating partnerships on the most desirable destinations in the Caribbean, Always Be Both Cruises will craft a custom itinerary that will surpass anything you thought you could ever experience on land or sea. If you're ready to start planning your dream cruise, go to Always Be Booked.com or email me directly at Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. There are tons of good deals out there. I covered a bunch of them. I spent an hour talking about nothing but good deals on the Patreon for last night, and I think that was episode 12. Yo, how about that? So this is going to be, today's is going to be episode 13. Friday the 13th episode of the Patreon is going to go down tonight for the marathon. So we'll check that out. I'm going to do that. There might be some drinks with that one because we're going to do that after the Blue Martini DJ shift, which commences at uh, 9 o'clock and runs till about between 2 and 3. We will see. All right. Your emails have become a lifeblood of the show. By the way, yes. Book a cruise with me. 323 Getaway. Please. Will you do it? We got to eat over here. Just kidding. If you're so inclined, I would love to service your next cruise booking. And I will absolutely be here for you every step of the way through the booking process, through you being, uh, you know, any questions you might have about the ports, any questions you might have about the ships. I will absolutely be by your side through the whole booking process. Anyway, 
Your emails have become a lifeblood of the show, and I want to thank you and invite you to keep them coming. Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. Whether you have a question, whether you have a comment, whether you have a correction, anything you want to know, we will read and attempt to answer. If we can't answer it, we're going to pose it in the Always Be Both Cruisers Ultra Lounge on Facebook. But here we go for this week. Let's get into the emails. Hi, Tommy. I'm listening now, and I just booked an Alaskan cruise for August of 2020 on Princess right before Labor Day. I got $500 in onboard credit. I cruise solo, and I get suites or mini suites when I cruise. I'm doing the Panama Canal in January 2020 in a suite. I take the attitude that I only get to travel a couple of times a year, so I go large. Life is short, and I'm lucky to have the resources to go big. And since I have to pay double anyway, I might as well have fun. Mary. Mary, thanks so much for the email. You covered a lot here, and uh, let's let's dive into it. So, how do you get five hundred dollars in onboard credit? That's pretty amazing. Now you know I'm not necessarily the biggest expert in Alaska. Maybe one day, but I'm very much looking forward to hear how this sailing went. And you said Princess, so I'd also love to know which cruise ship you're on uh, in Princess. Also, let me know what ports are you going to be hitting up in Alaska. Is it going to be Ketchikan? I only say that because that's my favorite port to say, Ketchikan. So. Um, let me know. And then these Panama Canal cruise in January 2020. How many days is that? Is that a full transit? Are we going halfway through? What are the other ports associated with that? And what is the cruise line and cruise ship with that? I'd like to know all about these sailings because I'd love to, you know, be able to pass the information along to the cones out there who are interested in either Panama Canal or Alaska. Panama Canal, again, is a huge bucket list of mine. Uh, through the research that I've done, I've kind of told myself and convinced myself that I don't really want to do a partial transit, A. And B, I want to be able to have a stop where I'm going to be able to spend some time in Panama City. Because between between the causeway that's around it and just the, it's just as far as Central America, it probably is the most cosmopolitan city. Not that I'm, you know, into just all things cosmopolitan but it does look kind of cool it looks like almost like the new york city of central america and i absolutely would love to check that out and yes there is nothing you can argue with about your idea about going big or going home if you have the resources do it and yes unfortunately life is short if you are able to you might want to consider unless you're just happy doing it how you do it consider some of the norwegian sailings on the newer ship I could tell you from firsthand how good they do for single cruisers. It is a overwhelming amount of activities that they line up for you. And you are not basically a day and a half in. You are not a solo cruiser anymore. But maybe if you like people to leave you alone, that might be your thing. So maybe not do that. But it's just a, just a suggestion. I think it's they started with it on, on the Epic. And any ship on the Epic or newer, you're going to be able to have solo cabins. And again, I do know... You like to go big or go home, but you know I know it's a studio. But you might, you know, nobody's nobody hates saving money, so it's a good opportunity for you to not have to sell, pay that single supplement. And you you mentioned that since you got to pay it anyway, you get the sweets. Well, you don't always have to pay it, so here's an opportunity. Uh, also, check out Cruise Plum and click on Solo Cruises. And they give you a lot of ways. That's cruiseplum.com. They give you a lot of ways that you could avoid that solo or at least get highly reduced single supplement fees on that. All right, here we go. Moving on. Hey, Tommy. 
Just wanted to let you know that I am now completely caught up on all your podcasts, and that's including Patreon. Woo! I've learned a lot about cruising, the cruising industry, and other things as well. Like the fact that me being a white male, apparently I smell like baloney in the summertime. No, I think that's the rain. White people smell like baloney in the rain. Or maybe that's the summertime. I think wet dogs is another thing white people smell like. When it, when it rains out, we smell like wet dogs. A couple of the, 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 the classics. Not sure where you came up with that line, but it had me roll. I didn't come up with that line. Listen, I'm just I'm just passing along. Don't kill the messenger here. Uh, this is uh, Ploofy, by the way. One of the best that ever did it. Uh, anyways, you were talking with Doug Parker a couple of weeks back, and you were discussing the new Virgin cruise ship. You asked Doug what your opinion of Virgin was, and he said... He thinks that they're trying too hard. I don't know if Doug was wanted wanted us to say that over the air, but here we are. We said it. Doug thinks Virgin Voyages is trying too hard. <laughs> and apparently you agree with him. The fact that Virgin is going to have a tattoo parlor on board makes no sense. After you get a tattoo, they tell you to avoid direct sunlight and do not go swimming in any type of body of water, including pools. I don't get it. Doesn't seem right. It does seem that they're trying too hard. So on another topic, I was listening to an older podcast, and you were talking about seeing Zach Brown a while back, and you weren't impressed. Now, I didn't say I wasn't impressed. I said I didn't like the direction he went in with some of the covers. Now, the songs he did, love. So I was impressed with all that. So I guess I know what you're saying, but maybe just wasn't impressed isn't the exact verbiage I would use for that. Anyway, he continues, especially when they ended the show with Rage Against the Machines killing in the name of. Well, we saw Zach Brown last week in Saratoga Springs, New York, and he ended the show with Rage Against the Machines Bulls on Parade. What the F? Now I'm a big Rage fan, but I don't want to hear Zach Brown end the show with that. We're big Zach Brown fans, but it was pretty disappoint a pretty disappointing show. Keep up the great work, Ploofy. All right, Ploofy is a legend already in his short time listening to the podcast he's already caught up so i can't thank you enough for that ploofy but also what i will say is the virgin voyages thing first and foremost i see where you're coming from and again opinions opinions are different everybody's got a different opinion let's not be offended by each other's let's just kind of like just share it until it just becomes time to not share it but what i will say is that I had the same feeling. I wasn't necessarily think they were trying too hard. I wasn't thinking they were trying too hard because, you know what? It's Virgin Voyages. They go big. It's Virgin. It's Richard Branson. They go big in everything they do. And they realize a lot of success in everything they do. I agree that they are very loud and they are kind of doing some things that are, you know, over the line. But I don't have a problem with the tattoo parlor. I don't have a problem with all these things because... I'll repeat a story here or, or just a comparison. You know, when uh, Chip Kelly was in the NFL, you know what I mean? It didn't work out. You know what I mean? Chip Kelly was the coach of, what was it, the uh, Oregon team. And he had a very, very unique take at offensive football. And it was very, and he stood by his ground. And he did what he wanted to do. And it was not like anything that you had seen in the NFL. When you watch NFL right now, it's just such a copycat league. And everybody's so kind of cookie cutter. You know, offense, you know, the formations and the game plans and things like that. And all the roles and this and that. Chip Kelly came in and did things his own way. And I think whether he's successful or not, I compare it to Virgin Voyages because I don't know whether they're going to work out or not. But I do know I like the fact that somebody is going in and trying to shake things up. 
no sense for the tattoos well you know what maybe you're not maybe you get it on the last couple of days and you don't get it wet or maybe you're going to cover it or you know so it's not going to be exposed to the sunlight or maybe you're a moron and you're going to get a tattoo and then go swim and lay in the sun i don't know that's not my business but I like the fact that there's a lot of things going on in Virgin Voyages that just have not been done. Like how he says the tables in the main dining room are going to be strong enough to dance on top of. You know, interesting. You're talking about a guy and me that has spent 18 years getting people to dance on top of bars and restaurants and bar nightclubs and things like that. So I'm kind of into that. A lot of the things that he's doing, he could fall flat on his face. I, I like... But don't like his cockiness too, because if you just look at the track record, he's going to be successful with this. But at the same time, you know, it's a little like, you know, hold him back, Bobby, a little bit, because, you know, they're already telling you that they're going to innovate the cruise industry and they're annoyed that they're going to have to think up new innovations because clearly Carnival, Norwegian, Royal Caribbean, and no, you know, all these other cruise lines that have been doing it for 50 years, well, you know what? They're going to have to copy me, so we'll have to do that next wave of innovation. The Rockstar Suites, I don't know. I want to take a Virgin Voyage. I don't know if price-wise it's going to make sense for me, but uh, I'm definitely curious about it, and I do agree that they're, tr- they're definitely trying too hard, but I would like to see some innovation. You know what I mean? You see one cruise line do one thing. If it works out, not too uh, not too far along the line, all the other cruise lines are going to follow exactly the same route. And you know what I mean? Everybody's got the deck party. Everybody's got a white party or whatever version of it. Maybe it's the glow party, whatever version of it. Everybody does the quest. Everybody does love and marriage. Everybody, you know, to me... I'd like to see some people shaking some things up, and I have no problem with it. it. Again, it may fall on its face and not work. It's not a I told you so, Tommy thing. Even if it does fail, I still personally would like to see them have tried. All right, next up, what about a good deal? Hi, Tommy. How about asking your cones on Facebook and Patreon? Asking, we would like to see an amazing deal of the week every week on the Facebook ABB Lounge. It might not be an immediate financial return, but I feel after people get used to seeing these amazing deals, your agency will begin to see an increase in bookings. You're absolutely right. This is from Giuseppe. Giuseppe's a legend of the game too as well. Been on many, many shows. Emails, Facebook group participant. Appreciated so much. Hope all is well, Giuseppe. So this is a good good point. I don't want to necessarily come off too infomercially. I think there is a way to do what you say to be able to maybe talk about some good deals. Coincidentally, I did just do that on the Patreon. Last night's Patreon is an hour full of the best, I guess, what would you call them? Five day and up cruises. I drew the line at five days because I think like up to four days, you're dealing with just simply a getaway. Five days is a little bit on the cusp, and six days, you're basically looking at a week's vacation, so that's legitimate. I kept the five days in there for whatever reason, because I think you got to draw the line somewhere, but I did go into a bunch of crews. I talked for about 48 minutes about the best deals that I thought existed between now and, let's say, next year. So I did do that, you know, and I didn't do it to help the agency. Maybe I should have. Maybe that's maybe maybe the agency would be a little bit more successful if I kind of was like along those lines in the thought process. But I did not do that. We're just doing it because I do have this Patreon. Marathon. 
that I have to attend to and continuously give you guys content for. So uh, that was the content of the day on that day. But that's a good idea, Giuseppe. I used to do that also with some of the Facebook Lives on Sundays. I don't know. The Facebook Lives, I got to get back into doing something live because it's just such a promotional vehicle for the show and things like that. It kind of really gives a direct live interaction, and I do enjoy that. I do enjoy going into other cruise peoples and people in the space, whether I guess creators, the word, uh, creators live streams and check them out. I really enjoy some of the best ones I enjoy. I think, you know, you guys all know that I love Sherry from Cruise Tips TV's live stream. That's a great one. So informative. I love uh, Lalita Loca. I pop in there every once in a while. Matt Hodgeberg on feed does Facebook. I don't see him doing lives on YouTube too much, but uh, RoyalCaribbeanBlog.com, Matt Hodgeberg does Facebook lives. Uh, I don't really know what the schedules are. I just see if I'm on Facebook, it comes up. So-and-so is live right now. I recently started watching the uh, the Klaikowski's one here and there. Uh, that's a funny one. And that's really all I'm, uh, all I'm on right now. But uh, I probably should get into the live a little bit more. And then maybe that is the angle on the live is maybe just a kind of fun back and forth with each other, but mix in some of the best cruise deals. And that's on. So, well, Sunday night's tough for me now because of, uh, because of the job, but we can certainly find a day to be able to make that happen. All right, moving on. Hey, Tommy, what's up, Super Cones? Welcome to day 24 of the Patreon marathon. Let's get it started. Peters, Wendell. Peters, William. Peterson, Andrea. Peterson, David. You know what he's doing? You know what this is? Who is this? <laughs> this is Ed. Ed's, uh, and then he says, closes it out with boat drinks going. I'm not going to read all the names he did. He's doing a take on what Colin wrote a couple of weeks back when I decided to do this Patreon marathon. And uh, he's basically making fun of me because... Everybody said that, what are you possibly going to do for 30 days? By the 15th day, you'll be reading the phone book. Or what is it? He gives me credit. Ed gives me a little credit. He says day 24. So I I appreciate that. So 24 days, and then I'll be reading the phone book because I'm struggling for content. It's not really working out like that, Ed. I think uh, most Patreon people would say that they're very happy with their Patreon investment right now, that $5 a month, because, you know, and remember, this stuff sits there. So if you sign up for 500 bucks, I'm whoa, no, that would be a little out of line. $5 an episode, you are able to access all the past episodes as well. So that's it. I'll probably end up doing maybe one or two more times where I do the Patreon marathon episodes and upload them to the regular show. But uh, that's about it for now. Uh, all right, Tommy, I am listening. Uh, thank you for the email, Ed. It's funny I see what you did there. It actually took me a minute to figure out what you were doing, but then I got it. Uh, I am listening now, and I just booked... Oh, no, sorry. That was already read. We're all over the map here. Hey, Tommy, have you given any thought to the next group cruise after the Pirates and Pier Runners 2020? I had already booked the escape for January 18th, 2020, when I heard about your group cruise. Yours sounds like a trip that would have scratched off a few ports of our bucket list. In the true always-be-booked mindset, we've already started looking at a couple more cruises for 2020, or possibly 2021, and would jump on board a group cruise with the ABB peeps if everything worked out right. We've been loyal to NCL so far, that doesn't rhyme, but you've got me thinking about testing the waters on a couple of other cruise lines, leaving Miami on 923 and praying for boat drinks, Gary from St. 
Lewis. P.S. Your new website is a, has a pretty cool and handy tool for comparing all the ships. Well, Gary, you went all over the map here with so much good stuff. Okay, let's break it down. I'll go reverse order. The new website, definitely check it out, alwaysbebooked.com, and you can book cruises through there. So if you have any, um, you know, reservations about booking a cruise with me and just kind of handing your credit card and expiration date over to some loud screaming uh, New Yorker into a microphone, we have a thing for you. It's called alwaysbebooked.com. Book your dream vacation now. And this tool is great because every time you go on a cruise line, right, you, you look for cruises, but then you got to go to Norwegian to search the comparable or Royal Caribbean to see what they got. This, you can type in your criteria and you can get, it's not cruise line dependent and it'll include, include the, the, you know, the other ones, you know, it'll include princess, the uh, premium and ultra Lux too. Obviously those you're going to have to set a higher budget for, but it gives you a cruise line uh, non-dependent, I guess, list of all the cruises that work within your criteria. So I'm glad you said that, Gary. I appreciate it, and I definitely um, invite you guys to check that out. Tommy, I'm sorry, alwaysbebooked.com. Just alwaysbebooked.com and search on the uh, Find Your Dream Cruise tab. You'll see the window that's sort of like a uh, slideshow. And it covers the, what does it have on it? It has the merchandise, it has the podcast, it has the YouTube channel, and it, it has cruise news, and then it also has the book your dream cruise. And you click that, and when that comes up, or you can kind of scroll or, or uh, hit that forward button and get to it right away, and then yes, you can check it out. Um, what else did we talk about? All right, so loyal to NCL so far. Gary, I'm curious as to why. What is so enticing about staying with loyal to one cruise line? I'm not knocking it. I'm just curious about the mindset. Do you feel that when you look at the list of benefits you get for just, uh, I guess, advancing in loyalty, do you feel as though that it is worth, the, the dollar value that you get for that is worth not experiencing other cruise lines? For me, it's not. I don't see like the free half a drink on day six or you get to, you know, look at the captain on day four or you get a half a balloon in the outside your cabin or uh, what else? Uh, do you, either 12 ounce water on the third sea day before you go home. These things that are supposedly so valuable. I mean, I don't get it. None of it uh, equates to me not wanting to try out another cruise line instead because this I see when you get up to diamond and things like that if if that's your end goal but still even that for me it, it's just not worth it but no no disrespect if that's your thing that's that's good but yeah definitely I would say test the waters on a couple of other lines all right so the group cruise Yes, the group cruise is going to be out of control. You absolutely should uh, cancel your escape cruise on January 18th because this is going to be an unbelievable sailing. I have no doubt about that. I know you're not going to cancel your, your January 18th sailing, but I am so pumped for this group cruise, and there's so much more in store for this group cruise than we're already even talking about. I saw Kay. You guys remember I was talking about Braden uh, Kay's uh case grandkid that was in in town for a little while and for half the summer he was here and they're having a good time and she was taking so many pictures she sent him to surf camp you know activities this and that whatever there's a service out there and you guys probably some of you probably know it already i gotta look it up and ask Kay what it was but they make this beautiful gorgeous 
book, like a hardcover, real deal picture book that you can kind of customize and, you know, write text with and everything like that. And it's almost like just like a coffee table book full of memories. I immediately, when she started showing me that, what she did with, um, you know, with, with Brayden and everything over the summer, I immediately started thinking about, man, this is definitely happening for the group cruise. We're going to create a custom book. There's going to be a montage. There's going to be times during that cruise of pure, unabashed cruise bliss that I cannot wait for. Most notably, St. Thomas. I cannot wait for St. Thomas. My biggest problem with that is going to be trying to curve my boozing in San Juan the night before so I can kind of be at some sort of a, a productive level in St. Thomas when we do that mountaintop bar, bar crawl. Debbie Parker, shout out to you. You know, you said you weren't doing the St. Thomas mountaintop thing. Now, I don't know. I get it. There's a lot to do in St. Thomas, and a lot of people are always drawn to the Trunk Bay thing, the uh, ferry over to St. John, uh, and some other things too as well. Man, I cannot stress enough, even if you're not going to drink, if you're not going to go crazy, because some of us are, as long as you can handle that and not be offended by it, take the mountaintop bar crawl because that is going to be one day that I'm going to make a separate montage for that. I'm going to document that. It's going to be heartfelt. There's going to be some emotions. It's going to be a great, great time. And nothing about this cruise is, is, is something that you shouldn't consider canceling any other cruise that you might be going on for. That's January 18th, Pirates and Pier Runners. Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. If you want more information or check out the Always Be Booked Cruises Ultra Lounge on Facebook. What else did we talk about here? Uh, the next group cruise. Yeah, I, I put it out there a little bit, and I'm looking for cruises, and I'm looking into what could be a good deal. I have a couple of bucket listings. For selfish reasons, I definitely want to check out a Dream Class ship. I really, really feel that that is the missing piece to my Carnival Cruise career, and I think that it will be the ship that I most enjoy. Maybe not above the Splendor, but besides that, you know, for me, the Horizon and Vista type stuff is a little bit too much with the bells and whistles and the choices to where people are all over the ship trying to experience these different venues and nobody really knows where to go, so you never really get that pop of energy. I also feel like the um, the nightclub situation isn't great there because it's really just a converted, uh, it's the Limelight Lounge, which is the converted comedy club because they tried to put it in the um they tried to put it in the main theater but that just doesn't work and i'm glad they realized that now but they put it in the limelight lounge and basically there's no bar in there so it's like a liquor stand you're you're online like almost like wedding style if you go to a wedding in one of those banquet halls they have those rollaway bars and that's kind of what it is there so uh, and then you have, yeah, I would love to be in Guy's Burger. I mean, Guy's Pagan Anchor with the with the acoustic music going. But there's just never a place. The only place where it was really had any energy was the Havana Lounge. And the energy was great there. But at the same time, I don't know any of the songs. <laughs> They're singing and every, it's all Latin people in there, which is great to kind of people watch and enjoy. And man, yeah, I watch. I watched the shit out of some people in that in that in the Havana Lounge. It was very very uh, decorated nicely for the eye candy, but at the same time, I don't know. I'm, I'm you ain't gonna find me salsa dancing, and uh, again, it's not necessarily was 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 my direct perfect element. The hardware was of the best I've ever seen. You know, with the Havana cabanas outside, the lounge outside, with the infinity pool and things like that. Pig and anchor, the side of the ship. Uh, the back of the ship, aft, everything worked out, but it just was like, uh, for lack of better terms, like I just kept saying to Stu, and he said it back. It was like a, 
we just kept saying, you know, where's this? Where's the action? Where's the fun? And then we would kind of just go, oh, dead ship. It's a dead ship. It's a dead ship. Now, it wasn't dead. A little strong. But it was a little low key. Which is why I feel like uh, the Dream Class is still a very nice sized ship. But I feel like it's not as fancy with all the different moving parts. And that's what's worrying me about the Mardi Gras. I think the Mardi Gras is going to freaking be over the top even more than the Vista class and, and, and things like that. I know it will be. So that's my worry with that. It's expensive. It's overpriced. And I feel like it's going to be a lot of people that have a lot of high expectations about cruising. I don't think the, I think the crowd is going to be a little, I don't want to say uptight, but uptight. Yeah. So I'm finding that I'm liking very nice cruise ships that have a little bit of soul to them in that they don't necessarily have to have the most innovative, fancy thing around every corner. I want a ship that'll thump a little bit. I want a ship that has some years on it, like some of those English pubs in the Royal Caribbean ships. That's what I'm looking for. Some of those larger, but not necessarily state-of-the-art cruise ships. That, for me, is I'm, I'm after 20-plus cruises, I'm settling into and finding out that that's kind of like my happy zone. But I'm definitely open for suggestions. If you have a particular sailing, put it out there. Again, realize this. There's no way, shape, or form that I can possibly create, come up with a sailing that everybody's going to be okay with. We know that. We have to know that, right? So with that said, send your suggestions in. Don't send them in. Put them on the lounge so people can discuss it. Put your suggestions for sailings on the next group cruise on the Always Be Booked Cruises, Cruisers Ultra Lounge on Facebook. And uh, we'll pick one. You know what I mean? Check out mine. I like, still like mine the best. I went in last night a little bit and dove into it and... For me, I think that sailing on November, I believe it's 5th, November 5th, 2020, and I think it's the Carnival Magic, seven days, Eastern Caribbean, I, I, I'm, I'm, and the price is amazing. The price is great. But you let me know. I'm not, you know, Doug just texted me a little while ago, and he's right. You don't necessarily have to have the best price when you're talking about a cruise that's a year out. It's a matter of a couple of dollars a month. So that's true. I'm open. I'm open to suggestions. Just let me know. All right. Uh, hi, Tommy. Did I answer all the stuff with uh, for for Gary? I think so. Hi, Tommy. First time emailer, short time listener. I'm the one who keeps who. I'm the one who called throwing shade about your intro song, Seven Days and Eight Nights, and I was waiting with bated breath for the ep today, and no mention. Okay, so this is from last week. I can't imagine I offended you. And wouldn't say as much on the podcast if I did. My bad. Let me read that again. I can't imagine I offended you. And you wouldn't say as much on the podcast. But if I did, my bad. Hope you enjoyed the punctuation. Eh, the punctuation was average. That's Tina. Tina called me on a little something seven days and eight nights. I guess that's true. Because you can't do... I just associated that with like, okay, seven days, eight nights. Isn't that true? If you leave... First thing in the morning on something, you don't count that as the day, but you have the night before it. So I guess, but I guess the, the if you count the first day, so if you count the sea day, I mean the embarkation day, which you do, you're right. Seven days and eight nights makes no sense. Tina, I am not offended at all. I appreciate you bringing it out. It's kind of weird, I guess, that nobody, I'm sure a bunch of you thought it, but nobody, you were the first person in, I don't know how long, a year and a half that I've had that intro song going. I, can't, I don't even know when I had the, when it first debuted, but 
I'm surprised that no one has brought that to light. Maybe I'll go. I think it does, that does. That I'm wrong on that, right? Seven days and eight nights. That doesn't work. It does work if you get somewhere. You know, nine o'clock at night. Go to bed, and then you take your vacation, and then you're also leaving first thing on one of the mornings. That makes sense. So it totally can happen. But I do agree with you. It doesn't apply the way the cruising itineraries are set up. No offense whatsoever taken, Tina. Thank you so much. I did get the message. Um, you know, I, I think we probably wouldn't play that one. If you want to, it would be great if you called in and tried to do the theme song. I'd love to hear your rendition of it as per Juan. But uh, Juan, still, two weeks. Nobody has taken you up on your challenge to call in and rap the theme song. But that's about it for the emails today. That's about it for the show. I really, really appreciate it. Let's just close it out with a couple of reminders. Always be booked on Facebook, the Cruises Ultra Lounge, the Instagram. Just search Always Be Booked. And we have a partner here, audibletrial.com slash always be booked i repeat audibletrial.com slash always be booked this is a thing where if you want to download an audiobook for your cruise or anything you like to do which i do all the time i like podcasts i like audiobooks and things like that if you want to if you use that you will get a free book a free trial membership, and then once you sign up, you know, after the month, you uh, pay a certain, what is it, I think it's fourteen ninety nine. They'll give you all those details. But again, stop hijacking the eyes. Set set the eyes free and listen to audiobooks. You know, there's a lot of partnerships you could do out there. I could have signed on with Amazon. You know, it's not like they're, you know, necessarily paying me for, for this read. It's more along the lines of if you go and use that website, they will know it's from me. And then I'll get a little bit of uh, credit for that. I got a freaking bill coming up again, too. They're hitting me up with low storage space again. So this is like a another $500 I'm going to have to shell out for this freaking thing. But, hey, listen, it's because we we love it out here. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, a, it's a labor of love. There's just some costs associated with that. And things like this, things like the Patreon, help me out with that. So if you do, you know, and I paid, that's why I paid that. I could have went Amazon. I could have went, you know, a host of other things to partner up from an affiliate standpoint with. But when you think about how it relates to what we do, everybody likes to read on cruise ships. But if you're on a cruise ship and your head is buried in a book, there's a lot of things you're not taking advantage of. You know what I mean? You're seeing these ports, uh, people watching, things like that. I mean, we're all, we could all multitask. I know the argument to that as well. If you're reading a book, you should be reading a book. You shouldn't be. Fo- Screw that. You know what I'm saying? You got one life to live. Your attention is very valuable. You're going to get into your little book here and there and you're going to get into whatever. But you know what? Why miss the uh, pocket that's walking by? Or why miss a drink order that's going to walk by? This guy, you know, things might happen. Plus, yeah, I do agree. Nowadays, you got to keep your heads up. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're going to listen to things and consume information on a commute. All right, that's about it. Boat drinks, cones. We'll talk to you soon. There's a place where the boat is from. It takes away. I love your big problems You got worries, you could drive them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from Take one part sand, one part sea And one part set of a nine on tree And the drinks are cold and the reggae is hot And I know this is the place for me Get away to where the boat leaves from It takes away I love your big problems You could worries, you could drive them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from Jimmy
you're right there There's a perfectly good island somewhere Well, all right, the boats And don't grab your coat You won't need it where we are going Get away to where the boat leaves from It takes away all of your big problems You can worries, you can drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from Pick me up Pick me up Pick me up Put me down, down in the sand where it's cool Put me down, and when I fall on my stool Put me down, I'll just leave there till morning comes round With sunshine ten ladies and pina coladas And Bob Marley songs that I'm playing There's a song in my ear that I want you to hear Soft tropical lips that are singing Get away to where the boat leaves from It takes away all of your big problems You can worries, you can drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from So get away to where the boat leaves from It takes away all of your big problems You can worries, you can drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the... So get away to where the boat leaves from It takes away all of your big problems You got worries, you can drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from